What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling. Off the jump, we got to talk about you following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dabbling Dribbling. And are you subscribed to us? Because you should be. We're at SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts at Dabbling Dribbling. Slide into our DMs. Tell us how what you think. We love hearing from you. It's really fun things. This cast, uh, I'm not going to lie, Alex is currently super delirious because <laughs> he is so tired. He maybe slept a total of five hours this week. I'm weekend. starting to hear in colors and see in sounds. Wow. It's getting synesthesiatic it around is, here. It is getting weird. <sighs> it is getting spicy. Um, so off the drop our dribbling section, it's just kind of all over the place. We uh, say thank you to our lovely uh folks who serve in our military we're grateful for that we kind of talk about that a little bit we jump into <laughs> rihanna being the business mogul that she is she killing the it. game doing it I'm um sassy. and we had feelings about sasha going to prom and you should hear I alex's should reaction i want to listen to that react i might listen to this one of our podcasts actually so i yeah. can hear that reaction because alex doesn't really listen to anything of our podcast no, oh yeah no, i do no, no. I, it's something <laughs> it's kind of weird that's to listen weird to i so listen weird. to it just to make sure that we sound right um and then uh, we kind of talk about you know bodily functions for men and like dating a little bit at the end morning wood morning wood and we talk about like who pays on the first date definitely the woman <laughs> thank you i think um and then you in got our, equal rights right of course it's your time for chivalry <laughs> absolutely and then in the dribbling section we kind of just go into the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. Actually, we start at the Western Conference Finals, then we go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, in and the we Eastern s- Conference Finals, I stand up and walk out on the podcast midway through uh, very similar Bri. to uh, Very similar to what Giannis did. Um, and yeah. then we talk about the All-NBA teams and what that means. Um, one thing we didn't talk about is that Bronny has an Instagram. Bronny meaning Bronny Jr., LeBron Jr. Oh, LeBron's, that's what you meant. LeBron's youngest son, I mean oldest son, has an Instagram. Three years ago, he promised his son that the summer of 2019 he could have an Instagram. And he now does. Now what does he do? And he just did. He just said a hello. That's all he did. So... It's exciting. We his, have a- his dad went in his comments like, boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. It's a good episode. Check it out. And we'll catch you on the flip side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Episode number 79. Lots of fun things to talk about before we begin. Mm-hmm. How you doing, buddy? I'm just going to give this a warning, a mm-hmm. disclaimer, right off top. Mm-hmm. An excuse, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to apologize for my poor performance on this podcast <laughs> that's about to happen because I am running on five hours of sleep. I was about to say, over like, the your course eyes of, are Over the course drooping. of the last 48 hours, Ugh. I have slept five hours. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna make this a, a nice and quick one. Every time we say that, it never becomes nice and quick. Well, it's just a bunch of babbling and, and gobbledygook. <laughs> but I had one hour of sleep the night before. One hour. I Why? laid sleepless. Why? I laid sleepless. What's what's going on? I. What's going on? What's going what's on? Go- don't act like you don't know what's going on. I mean, there's work, sure. Yeah, you but know like, what? Is the there older, other things? No, the older okay, I good. get, I think I just sit with an idea and it doesn't at the top of my mind at the forefront do anything but in the back it's saying hey i'm gonna be a problem right hey i'm gonna bother you it's just like a little 
It's like a gnat in your ear. It's like a little, <laughs> little, little guy just buzzing around there. Yeah. And just annoying. So I tried reading a book. Yeah. I tried listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. My lights were off. And Nothing. even when I read the book, I read it with my red light on because I have a red light in my bedroom. Like Ooh. it's like it's Amsterdam or something. Because okay. it's supposed to lower your melatonin. Oh. When you, the red light. I did not know that. This is what they say. This is what they say. They, and the proverbial been, they. They've been saying this for a long time. <laughs> so I was reading. I was listening. I was just laying on my back, tried meditating, had a cup of chamomile. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No. Um, you know what did it? What? What do you think? You're smiling <laughs> like you have a, a hypothesis. I have a dirty, dirty... I'm, yeah, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you uh, pleased yourself. You, uh, <laughs> you let some bullets out of the chamber, did you? <laughs> you let some... <laughs> So, what, what is it called? You're no longer the master of your domain. <laughs> you um, released yourself a little bit. No, actually. So my superintendent is very handy, mm-hmm. as one might expect in a right. superintendent. Right. And he got the idea a few months ago to build a gym inside the basement. Oh, and you have access to it? Yeah. He so said, you worked out? You should just go use the gym whenever you want. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a gym membership, so I don't go use it. It's literally a bench uh-huh. with a setup where you could do squats deadlift or push push-ups mm-hmm. pull-ups bench press all on this rack okay and then i got some other stuff in there too but it's a very small room yeah. i said to myself it's four in the morning i can't sleep might as well work out i'm gonna go down because i didn't work out in the last three days because i told you mm-hmm. and then after that i don't have any time so i went downstairs to the basement and i very slowly and meticulously listened to in the studio podcast by the bbc the episode about a designer shoe, uh, well, a shoe designer who does upscale fashion shoes, mm-hmm. heels for yeah. women, and then a chef from Norway. Mm. And I just bench pressed and rode until I was laying on the, and I didn't even break a sweat. I was like, I'm not going to sweat. And then I laid on the floor and I could have passed out right there. I slogged my, my tired body off to bed. Good for you, but only an hour though. That's rough. Yeah, and then four last night, which felt really good. So getting out of bed this morning was the hardest thing I've done in a long time. So I'm going to make it through this podcast, which you, brings me you to will. how are you? Because you said you don't have many hours under your belt. Yeah, I mean, I've had a pretty fun weekend. Um, I went to Six Flags on Saturday with some friends, and that was super fun. Did I, you, what was your favorite ride? Um, oh, there's so many. Nitro wasn't probably my favorite because it reminded me most of uh, Raging Bull from Chicago. Okay, so all of these rides are the same every in every location, but the names change. I think so because like there's things about it that I was like, this is exactly like the one in Chicago, like the way that you're like harnessed in and mm-hmm. like like the fake dip, the the fake like oh we're done, oh no you're not, like all those oh, things. Oh, like the no you're those, not. The, those are my favorite. The no you're not. And I'm like petrified of heights. Mm-hmm. So I did. I, we called it the dead drop, the death drop. That's where you go up straight like you just up, go straight up, and then they just drop. Drop you. That's the yeah, Superman nope. ride in St. Louis. That's the Superman. Yeah, no. Um, That's how- that is not for me. That is not my ministry. Every but I oof. was, I was. Beat what up did you, after that day because it was a whole, all day we were there. Did you not ride the uh, dead drop? No. Okay, you just that's you the one up. that like I like I am afraid of heights, so I flirt with heights mm-hmm. 
through roller coasters and like I'll mm-hmm. go to like a tall building and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do those things, mm-hmm. 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 but I'm not gonna like flirt. Like I will flirt with like skydiving and things like that mm-hmm. because if I have another person with me and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that death drop thing, I did it once, and mm-hmm. it's just like you go up so slow, and you it feels yeah like it feels like yeah five minutes when it's only like thirty seconds that took you up there yeah but and then you stop there and that that that, that hesitation of that stop oh yeah oh no that is not from that is not my ministry Mm-mm. there's a there's a there's a ride because I think the one I did in St Louis everyone drops at the same time mm-hmm. but there's somewhere. You don't know who's gonna go first, right? Ooh, yeah, when other and, people around you start dropping and, and screaming. Yeah, you're like, like ah. oh god. There's another one. It was like a slingshot one, which is right by it. It mm-hmm. was higher than that one, so uh-huh. it's basically they slingshot you, <clears throat> and sometimes you don't make it all the way to the top and down. So sometimes you go all the way up, and then it just comes back down. What are we doing? I nope. That's what not are for we me. doing? But anyway, so really exhausted from that. Haven't slept much just because like work is kind of crazy, life is crazy, whatever. But. I am. Uh, I got some really, really good news today, which I can't tell you. Why not? I just got some really good news from a friend. Something very awesome happened to her this weekend. Oh, it was a good news for a friend. Right. Yeah. She had a baby. No. A baby messiah. No. Um, you also know this person, but they will post about it eventually, and it's going to be exciting. Oh, they so. got a... Don't don't guess, don't guess, don't guess. But you know who you are. I'm really really happy for you. Yay! Is that cryptic enough? Yeah, I I got nothing here. You got no, that's good. You don't got to know nothing. They got tickets to the Hamilton. Oh, just kidding. I was gonna say oh. French Open with v- Serena. But, um, okay, that's great. But yeah, no, it's super dope. Very exciting things. It's nice happening. to be happy for other people. Yeah, and I'm just like ready to like for this week to begin, and like I'm also like very much looking forward to the weekend of like not doing anything. You know, it'll be fun times. Oh, man, fun times. Wait, when is that? That's gonna be on Friday, like after 5 p.m. on Friday. All right. You know, because we both work today on Memorial Day. Yeah. Speaking of Memorial Day, I wanted to give a shout out to everyone who has served and, uh, and are currently serving um, in the military. We are grateful for the many sacrifices that you and your family have given for our country. And as much as our country is garbage right now, based on who's running things. Oh, you mean 45? Yeah. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Human filth. Yeah, human filth and just like... But tremendous filth. <laughs> but the most best filth. <laughs> the bigliest filth. <laughs> um, it still doesn't take away from like the sacrifices of the people who you know, risk their lives so that we can have the freedoms that we have. And it's not something that I could ever do. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I, I know that about myself, but I, I'm not stupid and I'm Mm -hmm. not one to be like, that's done. The military sucks. No, that is not, that is not a thing. We need them grateful for you. And even for the family members, the, the mothers, the husbands, the wives, the children, the nieces and nephews, uncles and aunts who are all, you know, involved the cousins. Yeah, everybody. Even right? twice removed. Yeah, no less. Um, it's it's such a huge sacrifice. You know, to the in laws to give to give someone that you love to the country who sometimes don't who who not even sometimes who don't respect you. Like veterans are not taken care of at all nope. in our in our in our country. It is despicable. Um, 
especially with the things that they go through. So we wanted to pay our homage to you and be grateful for um, being amazing. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. What was I listening to recently that was talking about a particular war and in this area for this war, people tried to enlist. It's basically a rich person's war. Mm-hmm. It, it, sure. The, most the pe- most things are rich people war anyway. all power. Right. There's no upheaval of the middle or lower class to a better status. Mm-hmm. No, it's just like we want to protect our class status as people in the upper ranks, the aristocracy. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we really like you poor people to, uh, we'll, we'll pay you a little bit so that you will protect us. Mm. And that's what most wars are, is just getting the people who are at the bottom rung to right. fight for the people up above. Yeah. Risk your lives even. Mm. And then when you're done and the freedoms are protected, you can come back or, you know, if you're alive. Right. And they're like, okay, yeah, thanks for that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and we get to live our lives just going on about our things. Yeah. We, I used to watch so many of those. I'll say a show I love, The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Really great. And I remember John Stewart. I believe it was John did a demonstration using cans Mm -hmm. like soda cans or something of our military compared to the next eight elite military powers in the world right and our army our military might is more than those eight next powers combined oh yeah right and i looked at that and i thought well yeah you make a good point that is an overuse of budget yeah for something that is clearly overkill. We have enough planes. It's, preve- tanks, it's preventative. To, it's right? preventative, right? As for I sure. use it for education. But as I as I'm spending more time enjoying a world where I've never had a foreign invader on my soil try to occupy mm-hmm. this country. I've not been attacked. I didn't live in New York on 9/11, but that was a terrorist attack. There's never been a nation that tried to kill us. A state, a country a sovereign state try to come to us and say, all right, America, we're, what Russia did to Crimea, right? ain't nobody trying to do that to Connecticut. Yeah, seriously. No one's coming in here trying to take over the Diamond State, Delaware. Yeah. And it's like, and no one's, in at least in our generation, no one has been drafted, right? Like, right. We weren't. We got enough people. We have enough people. We're not going to make you go into yeah. the military where that wasn't always the case, Mex- right? Mexico's not trying to come up and get California. Can you imagine if like Mexican soldiers came across the border? I mean, yeah, if I mean, we didn't have be... a military might, it would. Be, you would only do that if you thought you had, had a, a chance. chance. Yeah, and there is no chance. Not in the United States, right? It, Which is why I understand why a lot of middle of America like likes this notion of like. We're this strong, big country, like our mm. military, rah, rah, rah. And it's just like, that's super Protection. important, like, of course. But I would also love some of that money to go to education and like to healthcare and like to, it. I don't know, environmental studies so yeah. that we can live a long life in this mm. country. Yeah, I would enjoy that. Even supporting more veterans would be nice for that money. Yeah, but I seriously. also think the nice thing about being in the military, if you are a military professional mm-hmm. is yeah they do provide some level of uh sus or sustenance living yeah. for the family members so if you are serving you know there's something coming back to your family you know back home while you're doing that service uh, my brother was in the military he was in the marines for many years wow and the marines that's they, no joke he was a drill sergeant Jeez, louise mm-hmm. i saw him graduate some of his troops in San Diego and it's just like wow you guys are I could not do it yeah I could not do it not just 
physically, I could probably do it. Psychologically, you you have to to be willing to sacrifice and give. Yeah. And I, I just don't, I couldn't lockstep. There's no way I could keep in line with, you got to be one of the many. You got to fall in line with orders and there needs to be structure in order to have unison. Yeah. You got to have that. And I just, oh man, those guys, the way that they would graduate their soldiers. Yeah. Synchronicity. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no. But yeah, that's a big deal. Big, big deal. All right, cool. Do you yeah, want to... thanks for the Memorial Day. Yeah. Uh, thanks for thanks. the day off, but not really, I guess. Cause... This is the first Memorial Day I've ever worked. So you know what? For all the people who normally work on Memorial Days, the kitchen cooks and yeah. people doing facilities Hospitals. and stuff. Yeah, yeah like, they don't get days off. Yeah, seriously. I, I did a semblance of that today. Yeah, seriously. We're, it's not a big deal. <laughs> We're still grateful. Um, so one, I was, I forgot to talk about this last week and I was like, I think it's very important for us to talk about Rihanna is breaking new ground and joins the LVMH for a uh, fashion brand. Oh, I can't wait. So, what LV, is that, so LVMH is Moe Hennessy Louis Vuitton, the world's largest luxury group. So it's a luxury group. Um, wait, offic- can you say that one more time? Mo Moe, like Moe Champagne. Moet. Moet. Moet, but it's I, like Moet. A, isn't, it, that's, isn't that I how it's said? I think you're pronouncing it French. Right. But you're in America. Oh, my God. I literally was like, I, that's that's the name. Moet. <laughs> Moet. Okay, fine. Moet. Moet. Hennessy, one of my favorite drinks. Yeah, these are. this is one company. Louis Vuitton. Louis, wait, this is one company? Yeah, Louis Vuitton. Hennessy. Hennessy. Moet. Moet. They are a luxury group. Let me just make sure that I'm not like making this up because I could be making it up, but that's what the article says. I believe this is a fib. So they have like different houses under them uh, as LVMA. Um, They have um, like obviously like cosmetics, they have wine and spirits, they have perfume, jewelry, all those different things, right? Um, So it's it's a whole big group. This is is like Amway, sort of. No, not Amway. No, it's not Amway. This This is like Avon. They're like, oh yeah, we also have it's perfume. It's like a conglomerate. Oh yeah, we have. Uh, no, but it's a conglomerate, a conglomerate this, that has other everything brands under you it. just described to me is the duty free section at every airport. Yes, this is what they are. They're like, we are the duty free <laughs> megalopolis, duty free, but they have all the things. So they're a luxury group. They officially confirmed that not only that the fashion line created by Rihanna was being part of their gilded stable, like what they are going to be doing, but also the first product of the new company would be unveiled in a few weeks. So Rihanna's new fashion line is going to come up in in a couple of weeks. Um, So which why this is interesting is like this is a huge brand, right? This whole luxury group is a huge group. Mm -hmm. Um, And Rihanna will become the first woman to create an original brand at LVMH and she's the first woman of color at the top of LVMH mansion and her line will be the first new house created in the group since Christian Lacroix in uh, 1987. Did you say Lacroix? Yeah. Lacroix. Lacroix. Lacroix with an X in the end. Yeah, meaning the seltzer water I don't know if the Christian Lacroix I think Because that would be my favorite of the every brand that you just mentioned within that group. Christian Lacroix is a no. It's is a French designer, and he his name was founded. Let's see. 
the name may also refer to the company he founded. He founded this company, but I don't know what he okay. founded. Like, it looks like it's mostly fashion. Well, no. I knew that. I was just making sure you knew that. Oh, okay, yeah, because, I mean, you're just so good at those things. Yeah. So that's a super huge deal because when you think of, like, so she joins the heritage brands of Dior, Givenchy, Celine, and Fendi. What? Wait, These are Fendi? All, yeah. Fendi, not Fenty. Oh, sh- okay. I, okay, got it, 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 got it. I was questioning, isn't that her thing? <laughs> her last name is, so people don't know, her last name is Fenty. Right. Right? So Robin Rihanna Fenty. And mm. so everything that is related to her cosmetic brand, her her lingerie, and now this like fashion brand that she's doing is all Fenty, not Rihanna. And all her music stuff is Rihanna. She's freaking genius. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. Like, get this your... Is, I mean, as this much is the as friend I, you were talking about earlier. Right. How did you... You dropped, you let that cat Merch. right out of the bag. Look at me do that. This is, this is, look at me do that. You should be more careful with that. <laughs> I just, yeah, so it's like super dope that she is doing that. And for, like, I know I really, really want a Rihanna album. And I heard the next one's going to be like a Jamaican flair, like reggae album. Okay. Which I'm like very down for. And she did confirm that uh, Drake will not be featured. <laughs> Wait, what? Did someone ask that? I think someone did ask that. And like someone someone in her camp was like, Drake's not going to be Rihanna, featured. And we're like, Rihanna, no. Question. Is Drake going to No. <laughs> Drake no. is Drake. No, Absolute. don't even say it. Drizzy? Izzy? No. <laughs> uh, we have lots to talk about Drake later. But yeah, I just I just wanted to give just a huge shout out to her. Because it's just so dope to see a woman just do... Just really cool things. So, you know, I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. So this brand that she's doing. Yes. This LVMH. Okay. So she's coming into something that already exists. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Dior, Givenchy. They're all under this group. Dior makes Okay. They Dior do makes a lot of things. Glasses, furs, For all that everything. The clothes, all the shoes. Yeah. What's the one who does the red bottoms? That's Louis Vuitton. So that's in this group too. Is Louis? Yes. No. Yeah, you said did I say Louis, Louis Vuitton. Did I say Louis I think Vuitton? you said LV. We said after the Mo. Mo yeah, way. yes, 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 yes. Louis Vuitton. She's. Shout out to her camp. Because it takes a team. Right? How do you. So I... this LVM group c- comprises of 70 exceptional houses that create high quality products. So they have over 70 companies involved to be part of this larger group. I feel like I heard one time on a, a somewhere radio show or whatever, they were yeah. talking about how much money it takes to make a hit radio. Right. Sure. Hit. It takes about, it took Rihanna something like 90, a $900,000 or something, mm-hmm. maybe a million. Yeah. To Do get umbrella? one of, yeah, maybe yeah. like umbrella. So you got to get the writers. You gotta get people to produce you it. Jay-Z you gotta to get be people. Jay Z. Yeah, yeah. You gotta get the radio DJs to play it enough times. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be on the. That's all marketing. Yeah. So this woman was like, "Hold Damn. on with the music, because I know I'm I am amazing. Just hold up with it. I'm gonna go do this. You know, empire thing I'm about to do. So I mean, and like every so like this is the first year in a long time that she didn't go to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. And people were really sad about it because usually during the Met Gala, she's like the it girl because she just comes in, nails the theme. It's freaking beautiful. Wait, 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 wait. 
She's done really good work. I don't want to take away from that. The It Girl. Yeah. She's the one. For the Met Gala. She's the number one. Yeah, she's the one that... Is that why we asked her to be in Ocean's 8? A deplorable, terrible oh, movie of Oh, shut up. A, Don't say that. I, you know it's true. <laughs> no, it's not. I watched it the other day and I loved it. Did you? <laughs> Did you? Were I you watching it closely? I enjoyed it. <laughs> which part, which green screen part did you enjoy the okay, most? Okay, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> which, which dub over voice section did you enjoy you know the what? most? It could have been better. <laughs> yeah, my favorite was the ninth person, and she wasn't even in on it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Damn. Okay, well, yeah, I agree. Uh, Rihanna is flawless. She's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I love her. And I like that her... Um, Let's try to be careful how we comment on people's body. bodies. But I like that her body is uh, a healthy size. Yeah. We call it a healthy And I size. think people, and we've talked about it on the cast before, mm-hmm. people have shamed, like fat shamed her. Like, oh, she's gotten fat. And I'm just like. Um, I think she looks better. I'm like, first of all, she still is beautiful. Like, if she told me that she wanted to marry me, I would be like, yes, of course. Like, whatever you want. <laughs> she... Like she she's just freaking looks beautiful. Better now. Agreed. I thought she. I, but you know what? Not, not matter, every body matter, type is matter, for everybody, doesn't, right? Right. Doesn't so mean it anything. doesn't matter. Did not to say that she just looks healthier. She looks like she's she looks glowing. Happy. Yeah, she looks like she's content. Uh, cool. Let, let let her live her. Oh, nice dress. I'm just toggling through some Google um, images of Rihanna. So yeah, Rihanna, I can't wait for your music, but I'm just super glad you're making your shmoney. I wonder what she's like as a person now, because I know when she first came on the scene, mm-hmm. a little bit diva, and I was not a fan. Yeah. Um, I still think, I think she she's still like in the way that she responds to Instagram haters who are like, "Where's the music?" She's like, "You'll get it when you get it." Like. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? Like you will get. I don't understand why you're tripping. Because last time I checked, you were still using all my Fenty beauty products, right? And and wearing all my Savage, like my Savage Fenty, uh, Fenty Savage lingerie. And I know you're. And like obviously, this is gonna be a high price point fashion line that she's gonna be doing. Like it's gonna be like you and I won't be able to afford it. But why are you, you so know. obsessed with me? <laughs> yeah, it's like she's music. she is. She has some sass. She's a little spicy. And if you don't like that, it's not for you, then don't eat it. Well, I'm glad our friend is doing well. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Our friend, our friend Riri is doing great. Congrats. Um, so the other day I was going on Twitter and mm-hmm. I saw that Sasha Obama was trending. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, if Twitter does something stupid and is like going at my girl Sasha, everyone's going to get into a fight. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna fight everybody. Yeah, Daenerys, the I'm whole gonna decra- internet. I'm going to decar us in all of this. <laughs> and I want to say, I would think most of the internet was like, why is Sasha being trending? And like, I feel like a lot of people of color are like, this is like our little sister. We're protecting. Like, at least that's how I felt. I was right. like, I was like, what, what? Like, cause it's always like some like, oh, <coughs> she's doing this. Oh, she like, oh, she had a beer in her hand. Okay, whatever. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But actually, our forever little sister, Sasha Obama, and a young man by the name of Chris Milton attended prom, and everyone is in awe of how, like, beautiful she looked. Literally, I saw a picture of her, and I was like, this is not the same girl that I met. I'm going to look this one now. You want me to send it to you? Um, hold on. Sasha Obama uh, prom. Prom, yes. (coughs) She looks beautiful. Oh, girl! (laughs) Oh, girl! Hey! (laughs) Sasha! 
Hey, sister Sasha. Yeah, Sasha. Hey, little sister. Yeah, she's your little sister. That's my no. That's your I'm little just, sister. Your sister grows up. You're like, oh, she's, she's like. She's it's so like beautiful. when Rudy Huxtable was in the Chingy video. Oh no! It's like that kind of grow. Um, and then there's pictures of uh, Malia also there with her braids, looking beautiful. And of course, Michelle, our forever first lady, was there. And it's just so she just looks simply beautiful. It looks like a black satin dress with a high slit. Her hair is just like straight and, and just pulled back, like just not even pulled back. It's just down. And she just looks stunning. And I live i can like these girls are gorgeous ah and i just miss them so much what did you say his name was his name is chris milton you better get chris all right chris good for you in that bow tie man you you took an obama to a prom (laughs) he's like i'm going out with barack's daughter i got the he got the 007 uh think about tuxedo on and you Maybe know, and you know that there's security with them the whole night. Obviously, they're like much yeah, more, obviously. whatever. But Chris is like, guys, you can take the night off. She's with me. I got this. <laughs> and they're like, that's cute. Yeah, listen, you you still have pube hairs on your chin. So, like, <laughs> listen, buddy, <laughs> you still your mustache and chin hair can't connect yet. Yeah, yo, <laughs> you can't. Oh. No, I was the same way at that age. I feel for the brother. No, I, I know. checked out his his goatee situation. I was like, man, that'll come in at twenty four. <laughs> That, don't worry, you'll be straight, partner. Um, but she just looks stunning, and I think your reaction was flipping adorable because that's I was like, oh damn, all right. Oh like, my goodness. Oh my word. Oh so, Lord have mercy. Our little, our little sister is all big now. Malia and her rumored boyfriend. So now I'm looking at there's pictures of her with her like Norwegian boyfriend. Or yeah. Whatever. This is interesting. The Isn't whole, he like a like a royal in Norway or something? I think that's good, what I heard. Couldn't tell you. But Chris is handsome. Chris He's very good handsome. For you. Let's see how it go. Oh, they're holding hands he's definitely her boyfriend like how is he's it smoking like, a joint he might be smoking a cigarette he's smoking something but she's walking along in her boots and the okay malia have your period have you have your your time period? Not, have well, your period she has that every month you don't need me to encourage you <laughs> but have you have your moment of uh european looking like a baddie yeah no in this picture i'm looking at malia walking with her casanova Oh yeah, little, little Heath Ledger looking dude. Yeah, I'm like okay. Malia, I just this picture of Sasha with some K Swiss on. Man, grow up, Sasha. There you go. Can you imagine I, dating an Obama sister? Like, not like, what these you, Obama I mean, sisters. No, but I'm I saying like if, if you were their their age and you were like going on a date, dating with Barack's some, daughter. Yeah, like fill in the blank of whatever she looks like. Right. I'm just imagining going to meet him. Yeah, and being <laughs> totally enamored. Yeah, I, Mister. Mr. President. Mr. Should I call you Mr. President? Um, I wanted you to know I'm only dating your daughter so I can meet you. And this is a real honor, sir. <laughs> and he's <laughs> like, all right. Um, <laughs> Do you think I made a good impression? No, not even a little. Oh, okay. Yeah, not I just even feel like, a little. what did I say? Was it wrong? <laughs> did I say something? Um, I was just I don't being remember. honest. Um, this, this is cool. I have a. It's f- because I work, we work. With college students, yeah, I see. It just warms my heart because I see this every year. Oh yeah, I see this all the time. Yeah, the little, the little, uh, the little freshmen who mm-hmm. come in, and then by the time they graduate, yeah. when they walk into feeling like, oh, I'm a woman. Yeah. Oh, I have sexuality. Yeah. Oh, 
that means something. I'm going to feel like that's, I feel that way even more so now because the freshmen that I see in my one buildings and mm-hmm. like the and the people and the work that I do like associates with the other aspects of the work that I do. And so it's cool to see them like grow up and do dope things. Sasha but... looks like a problem. Yeah. Sasha, <laughs> Sasha's a baddie. I'm looking right now mm-hmm. at a photo of Sasha sitting in between, uh, what is her name? You know, I like Cardi B mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. Offset. Yeah, they're just hanging out. Just you, hanging out. You know for a fact she smoked a joint with them. Undoubtedly. <laughs> and if she didn't, I'd be like, why? She's why didn't you? in between Offset and Cardi B, and she looks so comfortable. She looks, she's, because she's just a regular kid. She's just a regular kid. She's just a person. I think she just wants to be a person. Probably her sister's the same way. And I think the Obamas have done a good job of, like, really protecting them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like when you are in the limelight, like, these two have been... You know, I think of the Bush daughters. Like, I remember when they were like drinking and partying in college. Like, oh, just like their dad. You know, it's like, okay, leave them alone. Let them be kids. Boys will be boys. Yeah, let's let them. I mean, they know Beyonce and Jay Z. So, like, there's a picture of Sasha out here on the beach wearing a top with some oh, sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, she looks real, real cute. What's happening? What's happening to our little baby girl? <laughs> she, I she, can't be a dad to a girl. No, you I can't. cannot be a dad to you a girl. Cannot. I would lose. All my shit. If anyone did anything to, I, I jumped almost on a dude in the club the other day because he tried to talk to one of my uh, RAs. Yeah, that's funny. I was like, no, 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 no. no listen, <laughs> listen, listen, sir. Uh, actually, no. So uh, this is just like, man. Can you imagine Obama how he feels right now? I mean, Obama's like, I'm like, I gave birth to you, and now. He didn't give birth to that shit. Well, okay. He helped produce, potentially, yes. You have half of my chromosomes. Mm-hmm. And you are out here now sashaying with all this, oh, man. With all this boobs and booty. I Yeah, I, I would not know what to do with all that. You know, like when your parents were, at least for me, I'll speak for myself. When neighboring parents knew I was dating their daughter when I was in high school, mm-hmm. the I had one dad who his daughter what were we doing we were down in the basement sub Mm -hmm. some lower part of the house whatever it was he was with his buddy upstairs so i was just hanging out with her he came downstairs like hey y'all gonna come you gotta come upstairs fair they're like for what he's like just you gotta be here where i could yeah where i could see you i was like he he just assumes like I'm horny all the time because I'm a teenager. He right. doesn't know what's going on in my head. No, he knows exactly what the hell's no, going he's on like, in your I head. I was your age. I know <laughs> what is happening right now to your body, and I know you don't know what the hell to do with it. And your you mind just want to stick your dick right. <laughs> I know. Listen, and it's a it's a very matter of fact thing now. If right. I had a daughter, and she's that age, and she's going out with him, I'm sitting there thinking. I know very damn well your raging hormones. Right. You wake up with a heart on every morning, and all you're trying to do is figure out what to do with it. Someone told me that recently, that like they wake up with a heart on almost every I mean, day. TMI. And, so do I. And I, was <laughs> like, like, and I was like, oh my God, no, what do a, you do it's with a, that? No, it's a blood... Well, if you have someone next to you, you ask them, hey, you want me to put this out? But if, but no, if, I mean, there's sure there's but if, that. But it's a but it's a uh, blood flow thing. 
where it has nothing to do with arousal. I forget what the mechanism is uh-huh. that makes it. Let's go with right now because I want to know why this happens. Um, no, but like someone said that to me, and I was just like, "Oh, I feel so." Ge-. And they were mm. like, "Yeah, most men like every morning have an erection when they wake up." And I'm just like, <gasps> "I." I, I feel so grossed out knowing that. Yeah, no, for sure. So, in fact... <laughs> and I feel gross because I'm just thinking of, like, all the men in my life that I know, and I'm just like, ew. I um, don't... Oh, this is good. Why does why do guys get morning wood? Um, morning wood is weirdly important. Yeah, it's a sign of good health. REM sleep equals... Yeah, why do guys... Good sleep equals erections. Did you not get one the other day because you had an hour of sleep? I'm trying to think back to how I woke up. Actually, don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like you and I are you very very close in their sleep, but um, we're gonna have to get, have some boundaries. Yes, men get erections in their sleep. While, yeah, in fact, on average, most guys get five erections every single night. As with most things having to do with erections, morning wood is all about healthy, normal blood flow. Okay. So I just assumed like you were dreaming something and like No. Like that's why it's you have not it. even That's so interesting. We're not even So it's into not even it. like sexual. It's just no. like, oh my I just have something to do I gotta eat like literally will piss with a hard dick. I don't even want to know how you do it. So. It's hard. It's really hard. You got to get up and you're like, I got to go to the bathroom and I got this morning wood. I got to do it with. And so you got to angle it to get it to I do just, its thing. I'm visualizing a lot of things I don't want to. It goes from like a pistol to oh a shotgun. Oh God. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is a... Uh, <laughs> you know what? This is a rated R podcast. It's clearly. It's like rated X at this point. I don't know if we're going to make it into... <laughs> Well, higher ranks of podcasting with language like this but yeah so uh yeah dude for chris for all the the people like chris out there and taking sasha to this prom if you're taking your prom date uh to the prom this year i think prom's already passed i mean it's we're in may now yeah i mean all my cousins but, went to prom a couple of weeks ago yeah so but if you are doing a late prom this year i just want you to remember us older folk um if you're late 20s and older we know what's happening in your body and we know what you're thinking yeah and you're nasty and you should be ashamed <laughs> and, and it's not natural <laughs> and you are satan's you should not be ashamed <laughs> don't listen to alex if alex ever has a daughter i feel like i have to talk to her and be like whatever your father says about your body your sexuality think the opposite please <laughs> I'm, I'm just envisioning the scene from bad boys 2 Oh, where the I know exactly comes to pick up Will about. comes to pick up uh, Martin Lawrence's character's daughter, yeah. and then he shows up. Yo, Mike, yo, Mike, who the fuck is that? Who's <laughs> at the door? <laughs> that would be me. Oh, a thousand percent. But I'm also like protective of my own siblings, and I'm not even, you know, like when a guy is like dating them, I'm like, why? What's what's your deal? No, what's your deal? That's hilarious. You know what? When but they're I look, the same way with me. I, you know what the fuck? Oh, say more. I don't want to cut no, you no, off. No, no, that was it. No. Oh, I have. I. Mm, I made some. Mm, I've never regretted anyone I've ever dated. I always choose very good people. Yeah. But yeah. when I was a teenager, there's one surefire way to get dated. Well, for me to have interest in someone. Boobs. So if someone developed, it was so funny. I dated someone, a couple people. It's so funny when you watch. 
this a is guy so like funny. me, like when I think about sitting across the table from some parents <laughs> who know I'm dating their daughter and they're aware their daughter has boobs now. <laughs> they're like, I know Alex likes boobs. <laughs> I know he likes boobs because one, he's a man, he's a teenager. Oh lord! Um, he's dating my daughter, <laughs> and she has boobs. And she has boobs. Uh, okay, no secret there. There is a young lady by the name of Alex who sat in front of me at was it personal finance class or that's cool keyboarding. That you both, one of those two. Both of those classes. Shout out to Miss Beckman, <laughs> teaching practical skills. Yeah, I love it. Things that I you, can I tell you this? Things that I learned in high school that are the most practical things. Yeah. Use probably from the teacher that I saw the least and had the least impact on me as a mentor. Uh-huh. I used the skills that he, she taught me. Every personal day. finance and keyboarding. You type every day? Every every so often, a few years go by and I think to message her and I message her and I say like, hey, just want to let you know I'm still typing really well and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Ms. Beckman. So I was in that class. Alex sat in front of me. She, pretty girl, mm-hmm. not my type now, mm-hmm. but my type then was anything that had boobs and she, hers came in mm-hmm. and she was like a uh, junior. She was mm-hmm. a year younger, two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. I was a senior. She was a sophomore. She used to, there's things that you can't read when you're a young man who's horny and insecure and doesn't know what to do right. when a girl is flirting with you and you don't know it. Right. And she's like, she would always turn around to me and like, you, you want some gum? You want some, oh, hey. And she would talk to me and we're just making pleasantries. Right. When you make pleasantries as a teenager, there's no pleasantries. She likes you, doofus. <laughs> Maybe you should be. Uh, asking her some questions. Yes. Maybe you should open your mouth and be really nice and say, hey, something really kind. Yes. Probably don't, what would have been Don't be a dick and like nice pull boobs. her hair. <laughs> oh, God. yeah. Because, you yeah. know, he likes you. What kind of BS way of saying like that? That's how, this is how women get into terrible relationships. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, well, when he hits you, it means he loves you. Does he? Do you remember? Uh, Does he? Yikes. Do you remember what happened? You remember when you texted me and our friend and said, question. Do you, do you all stroke a woman's hair when you're at a oh bar, God. public yes. place? That was you posed that to us. I posed it to to two. Uh, you are my two straight, straight, close, like closest, like brother friends, like. Yes. Men if of I, color. Men of color. I love y'all. Like, whoever I'm with, you guys need to approve. Like, it is that kind of respect I have for you. So I asked this question. And what did I say? Do you remember? <laughs> I think you said, like, I'm not fucking weird. <laughs> like, I think it's something along those lines. I said something like, no, and I don't associate myself with yeah, anyone with who does. Like do that. That. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I think I think Winston agreed, right? Yeah. It was Winston. And he yeah. was just like, what? No, we no. don't do that. Yeah. It's like, if you have some guy who's still pulling your hair like it's middle school, you found yourself a middle school boy. And again, stroking your hair, I think, is very sweet when you're like in a relationship with someone and things like that. Totally cool. But when you're at a bar trying to hit on a girl, don't touch her hair. Don't touch her unless she's welcoming it. Can I ask you something that I was thinking about the other day? This is totally off. Mm -hmm. Well, it's in the ballpark of what you were talking about. But I was on a dating app the other day. They don't sponsor our uh, podcast. I'm not going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But I was on a certain dating app. And I came across someone who I dated previously. Uh Uh-huh. And she... 
I don't know how, I put that. how much do I want to say here? Saw her on the app, thought okay. she was attractive, okay. met her in person, uh-huh. not my cup of tea, we'll say that. But body, interesting, could do some things with that. Mm-hmm. You're, much you're like her she, boobs, you're she said, it. very proud of my boobs. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I'm really good at is my boobs. And I'm like, I wonder if she paid for it. Okay, cool. No, she didn't. They're just like Naturally. hers. Oh, yeah, that's but awesome. she doesn't mind showing them, but she didn't show it on that day too much because she wanted to be like, you know, like, should I put them out? I thought about it, but no, I just, you know, I'll, I'll keep them under wraps today. Right. And just the fact that she talked about it. Anyway, we had a fine conversation. She paid for all of my stuff throughout the whole date. Uh-huh. If I snuck off to go to the bathroom real quick, I'd come back. She would have paid for the entire meal. Huh. We went for drinks before that. We paid. She insisted on paying for my drink. Like, I don't... Mm, so okay. Then, so then, she's my age. It's a power move, I think. I don't understand. But then she also... So then later, she was like, we could be fuck buddies. Oh. And it was like, okay. And in true Alex fashion, I said, ah, eh. Yes. That's 100% <laughs> you. That is 100%. Ah. <laughs> Like because. you literally could have like a hundred women in front of you that are like, I want to be fuck buddies. You're like, eh, I'm good. It's like, what? What kind of cyborg are you? She like was, most other men would be like, I bet you anything, our male listeners want to punch you in the nuts yeah, right now. No, I was like, dude, you're getting free <laughs> offers. She's paying for your stuff. <laughs> what is your deal? The deal was, uh, I am a sapiosexual. Conversation really matters to me. Right. I, del- I delve into the psyche. That gets me turned on more than anything. Sure. I am a gentleman. I need a little foreplay. Oh, I need to be wooed. Oh. Oh, honey. I, <laughs> so you booked her again? On the, on the app. Okay. It said, hey, we think you two should meet up. I'm like, if you were a good app, you'd know we already did. <laughs> and you would know <laughs> did not work. <laughs> uh, did she, you meet her on the same app? Yeah, same oh, app. Oh, weird. Like, we were in each other's DMs ad nauseum. You yeah, have these weird. algorithms. You have this data. That's weird. You're like, hey, we think you guys could be... We saw this movie before. So yeah. anyway, she didn't match with me. I just let her de- make the decision. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about women who pay for it. She's not the first. Mm-hmm. I thought about the two bad dates I've been on. Not It wasn't a bad date. It just wasn't good chemistry. There's another person this happened to also. Mm-hmm. She paid for my... We stopped at like a corner market mm-hmm. thing. I had a little snack thing. She's like, let me pay for it. She paid for it. Do you know women who pay... I mean, for I men often. I mean, I do, but not like necessarily like on the first date. If there's like multiple stops, I'd like to pay for at least one of the things because I feel like sure, you're like doing... I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to be like, and like if he insists, like no, I want to pay, I'll be like okay, like. Mm-hmm. But I, you do the check dance, right? Like yeah, no, sure. let's go Dutch or you know whatever. Oh, I don't. I'm not. I don't like. Go ahead. No, but I'm, I'm, but I'm saying kidding. like there's uh, there's I'm there's an kidding. option, right? Like yes, like you. Who's yeah. gonna do what? How are we gonna do? Yeah, because then it, it comes. To this like idea of like the patriarchy, like men have to do all these things because they yeah, own totally you, and that. like, and I don't need, like I do like the idea of a man in, the, in this in my heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. I do conform to society's like norms of like wanting the guy to pay for the first date and to like plan it and those kinds of things. And if we go on another date, are like, you think so? That's how you roll. I like oh, that. Okay. I do as much as like it's funny because like you want to be wooed. I do. I don't look because like. That's the, what she said. Like the reality for for me is when I'm with someone, 
like and if i care about you i will like 100 120 million percent care about you right um and and i will do that you know emotionally mentally physically financially whatever and and that could be a problem i don't want to do that unless i know that you're worth doing all those things for and so for me i as much as everyone's like oh you're such a you don't need anybody i don't need i don't need a man to pay for anything i don't need a man to take care of me and all those all those things i don't need it mm-hmm. but there are times i want it right like i yeah, want sure, someone to sure. be like hey i'm gonna do the dishes like right. there are different love languages right like how we want to be loved how we want to be cared for um so i haven't found anyone that's like perfect at loving me the way that i want mm. to be loved but I, th- mm. I don't think you're ever going to find the perfect person I think you figure it out and you realize okay I'm not good at this but I know this is what my partner needs and so I'll do that but yeah I mean I think I think it's good as a woman to pay for things but not but I think that's an, it's a com- conversation like because I know some men just do not like that and find it incredibly unattractive and I'm like okay that that's different and there's others who are like really taken aback when a girl just assumes that the guy's gonna pay for everything. So Yeah. So I'm, I think it's like a it's a it's a mixed bag. I'm in the camp where let's just split it. Mm-hmm. Or I'll pay for my stuff, you pay for your stuff. Right. Unless I really like that person and I got something really good out of that conversation that good, bad or otherwise, if we never talk to each other, I just came Enjoyed away it. with yeah. something not just enjoy, but it was like a transaction. Like mm. you just gave me a eureka moment right. that I should pay you for. Mm. That has happened to me a couple times before where it's like, I don't care if you never see me again. I'm going to take what you just gave me. Right. Bye. Yeah. You know, but this time it happened to be a couple times. I've just had women pay for the stuff. And I just wondered if you have any thoughts on that. If you knew if that was a thing that women do for a reason. It could be a power play. It could be, I mean, it could be a lot of things, but like, what do you know after a first date as to why someone did something? It's one date, right? Yeah. So like, how do you, how can I, how can I dissect that? Unless you like date them more and you realize, oh, they, like, this is the way that they show love. They take, you know, when they like something or appreciate something, that's, this is what they do. I assumed that was a thing, but I was also thinking maybe this person is trying to show it's a good gesture right? right like i'm paying for something for you i don't even know you that well right it's a good gesture of hey if we were together you could count on this kind of generosity from yeah. me like this totally. is how i show up yep i'm like wow you just paid for this we just did drinks mm-hmm. at a fairly expensive bar we went to this place it was like a dive hole for bar food and you just pay for all of this stuff right you spent a hundred bucks tonight let's say maybe not that much but it's New York. I was like, okay. Uh, didn't like her enough. And that was the thing she said. I want to be uh, wooed because it's better for my self-esteem to feel like someone's after me. And then I was, you know how busy I am right now, right? You we just bar- talked about Yeah, you barely. I was like, what am I, how am you I? You barely text me back. <laughs> how am I, oh, man. Right? So like, I did that to someone. The There are people who do not do well with that. Yeah. And I understand that. I'm not good at texting people back. I texted someone back the other day who uh, has been texting me, love this person, diligently texting me for like four weeks? Mm -hmm. Every, maybe once a week. They're Mm -hmm. like, how you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, just sending me an article or something like that. 
I finally was buying some snacks for my uh, my employees, mm-hmm. and um, I was at a corner store and I bought ten boxes of Welch's fruit snacks. Nice, <sighs> right? Ten packs each. Oh, so it's a hundred packs of fruit snacks. Hell yeah! He messaged me right then on the spot. How's Alex doing? And I took a picture of the basket. I said, this is how Alex is doing. Yeah. 100 <laughs> packs of fruit snacks. I'm hungry. That's how I'm doing. I'm killing the game. I'm about to spike the hell out of my insulin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't have anything else to add in our dabble section because I really, really want to talk about basketball because some fun things have happened. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. All right. Let's keep it moving. Boom. All right, folks, it is our second segment of the cast where it is our dribbling section where we talk about all things basketball. We try to make it as simple as possible so that you can understand what we're talking about, whether you are a basketball NBA expert or a novice slash you have no idea (coughs) what a basketball is. (coughs) I feel like we don't make it that simple. I mean, we try. I don't know if I try as much. No, but I ask you questions like, what do you, what does... What does ISO, ISO ball mean? And that helps. Yeah. I try, I try to dumb it down for us. Okay. Because, you know, yeah. as a girl, like, you know, I just don't know a lot about sports. I mean, obviously. And so, like, I just don't know. I just, just do a sports podcast just to be fun. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Your, your brain can only handle so much right. so sports you have to help, information. So you have to help me with all the other pieces. That's okay. <laughs> just keeping, keeping everything in balance here. Yes, yes. All what right. Is- so we are in the playoff season, which is where the top eight teams of the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference come together uh, of best of seven games uh, till it's the final two at the end. Mm-hmm. So right now we just finished the Eastern Conference Finals, which was the Raptors versus the Bucks, and the Western Conference Finals, which was Portland Trailblazers versus the Golden State Warriors. Why don't we talk about that first? The Western Conference Finals. Okay. Uh, <sighs> the Golden State Warriors won. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So that was like four four one, right? No. What did they, no they yes, they swept them. Mm-hmm. They swept them, swept them. Huh? Four zip. Yeah. Sweeping means the other team didn't even have a chance. Yeah, didn't win a game. Right. That was boring. Oh my god! I will say there were moments where, like, I think it was the second to last game. It was the four, either the third game or the fourth game where I was like, "Yo, Portland might get this" because they were like leading most of the game, and then didn't. the third quarter Warriors, as per usual, come through like the monsters of Thanos that they are. It was ask. Oh, you're struggling at halftime. No, they're not trying by halftime. Right. When the halftime is over, the other half of the game, they actually try. They're right. Like, Why don't we build ourselves a healthy hole to dig ourselves out of? Yeah. And then they do. And then they win the game. And we say, oh, I always forgot you guys win every game. Right. And this is the series that they've won without KD. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Star, also, small forward, arguably the best player in the league, according to some. Not according to you and I. No, but no. he's very good. I will not take away Mark's his been talent. Sharpshooter. Will not. He is he's 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 amazing. Yeah. The best? Eh. I'd rather eh. have LeBron. Eh. I'd rather have LeBron. I would. I'd rather I would. have LeBron and anyone who says different. 
You're dead to me. <laughs> wow. That was aggressive. So at one um, point in our relationship I would have been dead to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of people. I've been on the bandwagon since the beginning. Yes, you have. This yes, guy, you have. Kevin couldn't play in the series because of his strained calf. Yeah, a, a severely strained calf. So, like it was a severe strain so because the way that he hopped out we thought it was um an achilles, achilles injury yeah. so which is like very similar to what kobe had uh um, demarcus cousins had um so this is you know it's not great um so i feel for him but it would be kind of hilarious mm. and i think poetic justice for for any poet for any of us fans who were like yeah um i love the golden state warriors when kd wasn't in the team they were fun to watch and they've like i will say as as boring quote-unquote boring portland and the golden state warrior series was i still enjoyed watching both of the teams were fun to watch as far as like their dynamics how they were playing Uh the way that they were executing the ball all those things i thought was really cool and i appreciate that it was boring in that it was like oh the golden state warriors won again you know like that's what was boring to me sure the i stopped to watch i think i mentioned this i saw a game in a bar okay where he played it was game three maybe i think it was game three where they game were four gonna... not... game four was happening when we yeah. were casting last week. Yes, so they. I mean, watching Steph dribble the ball, take command of the court, right? Seeing him play the way Steph Curry MVP plays, plays, yeah, which we haven't seen in a while because he had Kevin Durant on yeah. the team because he has other players. He sacrifices. He wants the team to do well. Selfless. Selfless. It's mm-hmm. the he, it's the character and culture of that team that Steph embodies is selflessness. And so Steph, playing the way that he was playing, I was rooting for Portland, but there were moments where I psychologically was saying, go ahead, take it in, Steph. Yeah, yeah. Steph, hit the three. Yeah. I was cheering for him as much. I love Clay. Yeah. Clay is one of my favorites. And his personality <clears throat> over, over right. the years of right. him being in the league, super funny. I enjoy him. Yeah. Even Draymond without Kevin Durant. she's matured. Yes. He's like, he's telling his son not to watch the NBA because he's flopping so much. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? That's so good. Mind you, Draymond is, was a huge flopper and complains all the time. And he acknowledged that. And he that. acknowledges that and said, I'm going to stop doing that. Right. And I was Thank like, you. I'm okay with that. Thank you. So this guy who's coming around and then you got this. Kevin has always been the guy we bash on because he came to a team that was already winning well. Right. Now that he's That he could have beaten. Yeah. Oh, he could have. He was a... Mm, I'm not, yeah. that's not I'll digress yes this, <clears throat> google it friends google it so the fact that Kevin's out and they're doing this well people said they're better without Kevin Durant what do y'all think and Kevin Durant responded on social media with quote hell no well there's that and then Draymond Draymond who I was surprised to hear was just like nah he makes us better Statistically, no. Uh, I'm like, the way that the numbers work, no. Maybe it's a little bit easier for you guys because you're able to distribute roles better. Maybe. Uh, Well, well, I would say it's definitely more fun to watch you all without him. Yeah. He's also like, I think my gripe with um, Kevin Durant is that he is like a big baby. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you could be the, the lethal shooter, but I still think is super whack that... 
you are going to go and go. yell at a 16-year-old's DMs. Bringing because, it up again. Because he had an opinion of you. It's like... A guy can't slip into a 15-year-old's DMs to flame them for a personal gripe that I have with this 15-year-old. It's... Listen. It's... He had it coming. He knows what he did. Right. And so, Sitting like... In, Junior middle school class, oh, yeah, Spanish yeah. talking about my game. How dare you on my Learjet flying to my next? I game. mean, it just it just shows that you care very deeply about what other people think as much as you say you don't. Just saying, it's just basketball. I don't care. No, it's fine. It's, You're it's, very sensitive. Yeah, and and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. I like the i I appreciate someone who is like, I have my feelings about this and I'm not okay with it. There's there's a productive way of having that conversation and a non-productive way of co- having that conversation. productive way being slide into a 15-year-old's DMs <laughs> and flame them. Right. Unproductive would be to post it publicly. So I make sure to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. separate the two mm, sure. methods. Right. But he didn't post it publicly. The guy did. The kid did. No, I know. I know. I know. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, so I'm, I'm just advocating for Mr. Durant's choice of mm, medium of I guess. communication. But this is also, he's, he, you know... He is he is a great player. I'm not going to take that away from him, but it is now to, we have we have now found out. Um, okay, well, do you want to talk about the Eastern Conference Finals before we talk about if Kevin Durant's playing in the next series? No, I want to talk about that. Okay, so the Eastern so in the Western Conference Final, Kevin Durant has been because they're going to the finals. He is now not playing. He's he is stated by the team and by the team doctors that he will not be playing the first game mm-hmm. of the finals mm-hmm. and that DeMarcus Cousins is also questionable. DeMarcus mm. Cousins was supposed to come in at some point this past series, but didn't. Um, at the end of the day, as much as I don't really care about either of these players... This is hilarious to me. I want them to be okay. Like, sure. I don't want them to come into a, and like get a more severe injury. That is, Absolutely. I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't care if who you are. I don't wish that upon you because this is your livelihood. So I don't want to, I don't want to F that up. Your for muscles you. are your money. hundred percent. So like Kevin, don't come in until you are ready to come in. DeMarcus, don't come in until you're ready to come in. hundred percent. So that is, I'm saying that with the most sincerity I can, I can come with in okay. this, in this moment. And now, but if they don't come in for this series uh-huh. and the Golden State Warriors uh-huh. win, uh-huh. I just want to say they did it without you. I just want to say <laughs> I will fully support that Golden State Championship. 100%. I think people mistake our disdain for the Golden State Warriors as a disdain for the Warriors organization in general. Nah. It's Kevin Durant. 100% Kevin and, Durant. And the fact that DeMarcus Cousins then piggybacked on top of that. Yeah, both listen, of them are annoying to listen, me. Listen, the fact annoying. that both of you are injured right <clears throat> now. It's funny. And they're about to <clears throat> win this championship. Go Golden State. Do your thing. And, and, I'm happy and for you. honestly, it is like, I'm not being like, haha, they're injured. I'm just kind of like, karma? Karma. Like, a little bit of karma. A little bit of karma. A little bit of just like, it shit happens. Shitty luck, yeah. Yeah, it's like, things happen when you are... You know, playing ball and your body is your money. You know, like when I would say, "What here's here's what it is." You got so excited. Here's what it is. Okay, tell me. Before Kevin Durant got injured, the question: If you ask anyone in the league, Mm -hmm. who's the best player in the playoffs right now? Hands down, Kevin Durant. Right. Kevin Durant flaming people for forty points a game. Had fifty point games. Yeah. He was just unstoppable. And Kerr was like, "I've never. This is." incredible mm-hmm. what he can do he is the game's 
best player right now said a lot of people mm. then he went down yeah and then the golden state warriors continued to pummel people yeah and what we're seeing is steph reborn mm-hmm. clay doing his thing and i will say sure. the golden sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but like mm-hmm. the golden state warriors had a rough like like though they won those four games mm-hmm. They weren't always leading the New. whole time. So, New. like, the other team, the Portland Trailblazers, mm-hmm. were, like, giving it to them. It yeah. wasn't like the Houston, Houston Rockets yeah. were, get, like, it wasn't like a, yeah. a free-for-all. Sure. It was a game, 100% for sure. But it's also, that you're right, the people, the the playmakers that we remember and they had, pre-KD And they had up. supporting cast that we don't normally get to see on the bench yeah. who were doing their thing, too. Right. Like, wow, you look like a more balanced team. Yeah, you look more like you're dynamic. coached like well and that yeah. you oh you have a system that works right it looks like when you won 73 games yeah in a season yep and still this, didn't win the championship but yeah well, right. this team has chops so the fact that they can go through all these teams without him and be this good and balanced and <laughs> lethal and then you add this component of hey you were the you're the best player. We've mm-hmm. all we've been saying these playoffs. Kevin Durant owns these playoffs. Right. This is going to show. Not only do they not need you, but the addition of you is so egregiously over the top. And then you add Demarcus Cousins to Who your really middle. Really hasn't played. Not really, but I mean, like he's Andrew, played. I think what four games? Five. It wasn't like, a lot of games. Andrew Bogut's their middle. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, this just it just goes to show. Yeah, I hope they I hope Golden State wins this championship and I hope they win it without them. I have, I have conflicted feelings about who I want to win, but we should probably talk about mm-hmm. the West, the Eastern Conference finals. Against the Milwaukee Bucks, the best mm-hmm. record in the league. Yeah. Versus Toronto Raptors, so the Toronto Raptors. Long story short. Toronto goes down two games to nothing mm-hmm. against Milwaukee, and everyone wrote them off for dead. Yep. Then Mike Budenholzer made a very key shift in the lineup and said, mm-hmm. I'm going to have Kawhi Leonard guard Giannis yep. on defense. Yep. Raptors win four straight games. And that was the first time in Buck's season. They that they lost three in a row and then again four in a row. Yeah, because they haven't yeah. this whole season. So that was like tough for the Bucks to they swallow. They were helpless. They it did not look great. Oh, I I'm not gonna lie. In that moment, I was like, Is Kawhi the best player? Everyone's in, been saying that the playoffs right now. Because think of the shot that he made. Out of nowhere for uh, Philadelphia in the Philadelphia series. I'll always remember that. That it was just like that shot shouldn't have gone in. It was a corner shot, and it was one of the and it just kept on bouncing in the rim. And you're like, it's gone. It's not gonna. And then it does, and you're like, holy yeah. how? Um, he is. Uh, I mean, he was uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, former Spurs um, number one draft pick. No. I mean, he was their top. Draft he was pick. their he was their top Not draft pick. Um, uh, left left there to go to Toronto because we later find out, found out at least this week it was noted that um, he left because um, the team wasn't believing him when he was saying that he was injured and that he um, that he needed more time to rest. 
um, because people were like, well, Tony Parker had the same injury and he didn't need, you know, half the season to recover. Um, so I think there was like a little bit of animosity and distrust there. So he left the Spurs to come to Toronto for a year. He becomes a free agency after this. So someone came up to him and said something about, like, oh, you're like the best player in the league right now. He's like, I don't want to be the best player. I want to be part of the best team. And I will say this team, the Toronto Raptors, has really showed up. Like Kyle Lowry finally showed up. Like their, their role players all decided to do what they needed to do to win the game. And, you know, it obviously sucks to lose. And Giannis and the team, like, it was a hard pill to swallow to lose Mm -hmm. those straight four games. But they're a young team. They're going to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens. So during the press conference, did you see Giannis just walking Mm -hmm. out? Yeah. What did you think of that? Well, did you see it? Like, what what did you interpret what you saw? I heard mm-hmm. the reporter ask a question yeah it was a female reporter yeah and it related to what does this do for the future moving forward yes yeah, so, yeah yeah and he just didn't care for it yeah he, he just walked couldn't. out he just i read it first as i'm so pissed off right now yeah i just lost four straight games and the way that he lost they shut him down they knew mm-hmm. every time he tried to go to the lane, three people collapsed. Right. Three people. We know what you do. Right. You operate out of the paint. Right. So we're going to shut down the paint. Right. Force you to shoot. And Giannis isn't comfortable shooting that right. much. So he Trust was. Trust ex- believe he's going to be working on that, on that jumper. He was exposed. Season. Yeah. And so I think the combination of how he was exposed publicly uh, on this stage and coming this far with the best record in the league. He was just miffed. He didn't want to be there. Yeah. But then other people, I guess... Which I get. I wouldn't want to be there either. But some people thought he was insulted (laughs) that she was insinuating that he might not return to the team in the future. Oh. Like he would leave the team. I didn't read that at all. I I didn't read that at all. He was just like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. He was mad. He was competitive and angry and he lost. And he came into that game thinking... We're going to even this series up in Toronto and take it back to Milwaukee. And, and finish it up there. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he's not going to get to go back to Milwaukee and have another shot at it. That they took four straight games from you after you were up 2-0. Yeah. It was just a shock to his system. Yeah. And sometimes every great player needs a shock to your system. Like Michael had the Pistons. Yeah. And every every great player you can think of had it and there's like in their personal life professional mm-hmm. life whatever to kind of get them to that next level and did i think it was immature for him to walk out yeah mm, yeah he's 24 I, and, then, and then i think he's 24 <clears throat> yeah he lost a game his ego and pride is a little wow. bruised is yep. a little more than bruised like i get it i'm gonna give him grace here because mm-hmm. he's always been just a really down-to-earth kind of guy Mm -hmm. and for him to act like this is like weird it is a little strange at least Mm -hmm. for me Mm because i've seen him at press conferences where he sees fans where he sees reporters and he's a really like nice guy you know losing or winning like he's you know just he's uh very down-to-earth very um just very authentic so this was a very authentic reaction and i can't be i can't sit here and be mad at him for having a reaction that i think is yeah it's a little immature but eh yeah, when you're 24, think about when you were t- 24. I was stupid. We, 
And I didn't have the whole world watching what I was doing. Yeah, if you're playing the yeah. game of basketball your whole life, and you're 24, and you're on the stage of the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals about to go... Yeah, I think I would probably feel similarly. Yeah. And so... I can't be mad at him for that. Yeah, and over time, when he's 30, after he's had so many playoff experiences... <laughs> oh, he will. He'll he be like, will. yeah, it's fine, I'm doing another press conference. I lost. I lo- and he'll find his rhythm of how mm-hmm. he's going to react to those things. Because right. he hasn't had to react to those like this kind of a loss. He's right. lost before, but mm-hmm. not like this. Got a lot of emotions going on there to yeah. reconcile. It takes time. Yeah. And then, how do you feel about... So, one of, uh, so the Knicks has Spike Lee as their, like, human celebrity mascot. Oh, God. Here we go. How do you feel about Toronto's human celebrity mascot, Drizzy? I got no problem with it. Uh, kind of being really involved in the game. Like, he literally is on the sidelines with the team. Um, when they presented the, Eastern Conference Final Trophy to Toronto. He was there with them, like, as though he was in church, you know, just hanging out. He gave, you know, a little shoulder massage to uh, the coach, Nick, Nick Nurse. Oh, it's uh, Nick Nurse. I called him Budenholzer earlier. That's the Bucks. Yeah, that's the Bucks. Sorry. Nick Nurse is uh, yeah, Drew Carey's doppelganger. And they're both, they're both white guys, and I don't care straight. <laughs> they're just like... <coughs> what do you, like, you don't care that Drake is so involved? I think it's going to wear out when he is less popular. I think Probably. while he's riding the waves of his stardom. Yeah. I mean, he's maybe like, this is God's is, plan. Oh, God. You just said a joke. No pun Your intended. Your dad joke is... No pun intended. ...is I mean. the same dad, very similar dad joke that Steve Kerr put up what? today. What? <laughs> Let me tell you what he said, because I was going to talk about it, but I'm just like, I wonder if... You're going to like say something, and you did. I I've not heard this. Okay, so so Steve uh, Kerr. So Steve Kerr goes. Um, so Steve Kerr. Uh, someone asked him about Drake on the sidelines. Um, his sideline antics, yeah. you know, like because Drake talks a lot. He's you know he. I I want to watch Drake play ball personally. I just want to see if like his hypeness, trash talk. his trash talking and hypeness is like equivalent to his game be interesting to see and if his game is that good i may have to marry him but that's uh, well, that's neither here nor there oh question for you yeah what what uh, i'm about to try a joke that i've not tried before okay i've been thinking about for a couple days okay but i can't figure out how to frame it okay <sighs> what is this? what is draymond's what is draymond green's favorite Mushroom. I don't know. What is Draymond Green's favorite mushroom? Shit talking. Uh, I can't figure out how to word it more eloquently, but that's the yes, meat of it. Yes, you understand I, I where understood. I'm going. That was that was good. That was oh, good. Oh, when I realized shit talking, shit talking, I was like shit talking. Oh. <laughs> All right. What is Steve Curry? Okay, do? so someone asked him. Okay, what is you know your thoughts on Drake's sideline antics? Um, I and, like it. And he goes, "I'm not worried about Drake. I called him on his cell phone." Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. uh, peak dad joke, peak dad joke. I don't know where Drake, I called him on his cell phone. <laughs> I thought, and I was just like, oh, Steve Kerr, could I love you more than I do right now? I do love him. He's so, he's such a dad. Mm. Um, that was good. I like that, Steve. Um, but anyway, anyway, so, and so people like the, the, 
the Bucks coach mentioned how he thought it was inappropriate and things like that. I don't really care. I think it's fun. What's exciting about Toronto, which is so interesting, so they won the Eastern Conference. Well, yes, obviously there's Kawhi Leonard. He's so exciting. Um, By exciting, he's like, you know, just a guy who eats dinner with his family and gets up to go to work Mm. in his regular job, but Mm. doesn't tell anyone that he's playing for the NBA. Uh, uh, mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I played... I hustled out there. We did. I just wanted to play ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um, what was interesting. So usually when a team wins, like I remember growing up when the Bulls would win, the community, the city kind of goes nuts, right? Mm-hmm. It goes nuts. I mean, I remember cars being flipped over and like things being on fire. People, a lot of people getting arrested at the very least. Yeah. But also having a good time. Yeah. You know, all those things. Riots are okay when sports are involved. Right. Not when it has to do with, you know, black and brown bodies dying. No, no. That's, but please, please. Decorum. We, decorum. Please. We, There's a time and place for things. We're talking about the Stanley Cup here, for good's <laughs> sake. But according to Toronto officials, there were zero arrests during their celebration. Canadians do things better, apparently. They I met d- one today. They... <laughs> They play basketball better, apparently. No, I don't know about they that. They have better music coming out. Like, Do what do you they? think? Like, Drake. Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber, The Weeknd. They're all, they're all, uh, Lily uh. Singh. They're all. She does music? Be, yeah, she does music. I didn't know that. Um, what kind of music? Like, rap, comedy. She does things. rap? Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, uh, you know, they have healthcare that's better. Uh, I don't know. It just seems How like How are their summers? I don't know. Yeah, not good. I don't know. Good, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting that like Toronto had zero arrests, that they had like everyone had a t- the time of their lives at the Jurassic Park area um, in mm, Toronto. Uh, That's what it's called, the area outside of the yeah, Toronto Stadium. So, uh, yeah. <clears throat> they, it doesn't surprise me because I think Canadians are peaceful people. Yeah, they're just... They're just kind, peaceful yeah. people. Why can't we be more like them? Why yeah, do I sound like military? Why do I sound like my mother? Like, why can't you be more like these people? We're birthed out of revolution, right? We need a and revolution. Uh, I was gonna do Hamilton, but I was gonna stop. I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right rough. there. I but like yeah. that. Though. All right. Um, but that's so. Now the finals will be on the thirtieth, which is four days or three days from now. Um, against the Golden State Warriors versus the Raptors, the Toronto Raptors, and it'll be—I think it'll be fun to see. Not what I anticipated. To, yeah, how many games are you talking about here? Our predictions have all been incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> so, way off. God, the Portland. Series. Um, I was, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Do you remember when we were talking about number of games in the Portland Golden State series? Yeah. And I forget, you went on your campaign for why you thought Portland was going to do it in seven. Yeah. And I go, oh, yeah, Golden State in four. Yeah, you 100% did. <laughs> even, the, even though Portland is your team. I was, yeah. yeah, I was joking, but halfway yeah but you're like oh, it's probably what's gonna happen so in um, this series in this series i do think <clears throat> when i think of both teams mm-hmm. 
it makes sense that the Golden State Warriors are going to win it all. Mm-hmm. Like, win it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I think it may be similar to, like, it might be, like, 4-1 mm-hmm. or 4-2. Yeah, I'm going to go 4-0. Oh, you, you really think it's going to be... I'm gonna gonna go gonna, all in. You're going to sweep that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to okay. do it again. Why bet against this? What you know. When you know time, Thanos is going to win. The two-time defending champions and three of the last four championships have been won by this team. Uh, and, and this team specifically without a KD. Who? And DeMarcus. I, I think they're looking forward to it. Yeah. And they're going to be fine. I'm not mad. So I'm not worried about it. Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. has not been on this stage before. No. Kawhi Leonard has... This is the first time the Raptors have ever gone to the finals. There's a lot of people on that team who don't know what this is. Yes. A I'm lot. Not, I'm not going to bet. Even including Nick Nurse. Yeah. Oh, shoot. You I'm not, are right. I'm not going to bet against the Golden State Warriors for a single game. <gasps> yeah, I just I just want to give them at least one. Yeah. I I'll mean, give them one. I guess. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh-huh. So check us out next week when we talk more about it. Um, do you want to talk about the announcement of the All-NBA teams and what it means? Yeah, the All-NBA teams come out every year. They do first, second, and third mm-hmm. tier. Sure do. Five people. They do... Two, no, two guards, three, yes, no. It's like the same. Uh, two guards, three big men. Yeah. So you can do two forwards and a center or however you want to do it. And then there's a first team, your top five players that year, two guards and three big men. And then your second tier and your third all-team NBA, all of that sort of stuff. Um, what it means typically is that someone gets acknowledged for the great work they do and it can be connected to your contract in terms of your achievement on the first on the team of the all nba team means we'll pay you more money because you're that caliber of a player some people get on that list which is a list of 15 mm-hmm. and a lot of players don't mm-hmm. one player who was asked about that was clay thompson sure did who they told him Hey, Clay, how do you feel about being on, not on the All-NBA team? And he said, well, they released that already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? They said, yeah, you're not on it. Mm-hmm. You're not on even on the third team. Yeah. He didn't like that. Mm-mm. He sure didn't. You agree? I looked at the, the players that were on the team. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about who they were? I feel like that's yeah. I feel like that's an important. Well, I'll tell you the guards first of all. While you're pulling that up, mm-hmm. the guards on the first team, you got Steph and Harden. Yeah, yeah. sure. I I can't I can't disagree with go that. against that. Um, the forwards, interesting. Hmm, I want to say well, one was Paul George. So here I have it all. Mm-hmm. We have, um, so the first team All-NBA, at our forward, we have Giannis from the Bucks on Tukumbo. We have Steph Curry, uh, guard, Paul George, forward, James Harden, guard, and Nikola Nikola Josic, uh, the center. Jokic. Jokic as center. I was like, okay. Um, Interesting Paul George pick. For our first team, he had a stellar year this year. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Second team All NBA, uh, we have at Kevin Durant as for at forward, Joel Embiid as center, Kyrie Irving as a guard, Kawhi Leonard as forward, and Damian Lillard as guard. 
uh, last year I believe Damian Lillard was first team. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Third team All NBA is we got Rudy Gobert of the Jazz in center, uh, Blake Griffin at forward, LeBron James at forward at third team. Uh, Kemba Walker as guard and Russell Westbrook as a guard. So these were the players that were chosen. And yes, Clay was not on it. But we are in a team, like we are in a league where there's some incredible. I mean, who are you taking off that list? Uh, for out of Clay. for the first, I'm not in Clay's mind. Who do you think he? Because Clay said, "I don't think I'm. I'm not saying. I, I think, respect I, for those guys. I think I'm not he, saying I think what he should, come should I think he should have gotten Paul George's spot. You think he should have gone all the way up to the? First of all, they don't play no, no. In the same position. No, 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 I don't. I'm saying like I think maybe that's what he's thinking. Well, well, well they don't. Paul George is a forward and he's a shooting yeah, guard, but true. like still. Like, Paul George was at number one. Maybe he thinks that he should have been in Damian Lillard's spot in the uh, second team. Maybe. I think he might think he should have been in Russell Westbrook's spot. But Russell's is the, he's third team All-NBA. Yeah. Didn't he say he didn't want to be third team All-NBA? Isn't that what he said? I'd rather be. Oh, I didn't hear that. I think he just wanted to be on a team. I guess. But I understand why LeBron is in third team. Yeah, sure. He hasn't played a lot this season. I get it. I get it. It's just hard. It's Everybody just like, gets a ribbon. It's just hard for me to like <laughs> swallow that. It's just like uh, Paul George. Yeah, great pa- season, but but really, but then I think of like he didn't have. I don't know. He didn't play the whole season, so we could have. This could have been a very different. This whole playoffs could have been a very different playoffs if LeBron was healthy the whole season. There's just some guys where I think. Please don't mind the crunching. We're eating Oreos. We prefer the term (laughs) biracial cookies. I cannot buy. (laughs) Really offensive. We have, uh, if there are a few people in the league where I feel like if you said to them, hey, between you and me tonight, you're about to go out there and play a game. Mm -hmm. I need you to have a triple double and 30 points. There are some players in the league who can just go out there and knowing that information, achieve that. Mm-hmm. There's some players who just couldn't, it's just not their repertoire. Right. LeBron is one of those players. Where it is. You need me, you need, how much you need? You need 40 and you need 15 and 13. Got it. Yeah, I'll do it. I, I mean, I could do it. Not saying a coach would ask them that. I'm just saying like some ob- deity objective outside of the body of like normal man was like, LeBron, 40, 16, 13. God is in basketball, so God definitely talks to LeBron directly. Amen. So. So there's that. If you said that to Kobe, Kobe couldn't do it. Kobe's like, what's an assist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, pass the ball? Nah. Clay couldn't do it. Um, no. There's just so many guys who don't have that that dynamic range. Right. Kevin Durant's one of those players. I think Kevin's earned his spot in the All-NBA team all the time. But sure. Better than LeBron? No. Wait, where's Kawhi on that list? Second, I believe. Let me see. Let me double check. All team second. Uh, all team all second, NBA yeah. Second. Um, yeah. So oftentimes people who are on the first team, all NBA, they are the ones that <clears throat> potentially can get those super max contracts when it comes to how much money they'll get if mm-hmm. they're in a space of contract negotiations. You know what? I'll say it. Nah, he's probably thinking Kemba Walker. Oh, I can see that. He's thinking Kemba Walker. Kemba's great, 
But Kemba's not won no. three championships. Yeah. Or even Rudy Gobert. Well, Rudy's not the same. He's a center. I'm surprised Rudy's oh, on there also. Yeah, but. actually, I am surprised that he's on there. I mean, it's interesting, to say the least. But our um, big men are not that good right now. My understanding is that this is picked by <clears throat> analysts and journalists. Yeah. A lot. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's not picked by the, the players. Mm-hmm. So this is like people who study the game, who report on the game, who are part of the NBA a lot are the ones who are picking the all-team mm-hmm. Um the all NBA teams. So I thought it was interesting that it came out. Um, and uh, I don't know, we'll see what kind of comes of this uh, in the off season, because this could mean things for certain people like a Kyrie, who's in the second team, all NBA and a, and a Kawhi who are, and um, uh, Kevin Durant, because uh, <laughs> they are all, uh, you know, up, up they're all free agents this coming season. So this upcoming season, you so think Kevin Durant's going to New York. The word on the street is he's recruiting people to come to New York, right? And the word on the street it could be it could even be Brooklyn Nets, not even just the Knicks. Mm. So I feel like in this moment of of the NBA world rumors, I feel like I hear new things all the time. I heard just recently that oh, people are hearing that Kyrie wants to go to the Nets instead of the Knicks, mm. and that like there's a mutual like appreciation for wanting to be in Brooklyn. And so I'm like, what does that mean? Like it could mean right now we're in a place where like it literally it I could say right now that you know, Kawhi is going to the Bulls and like people may think it's something. It's not. There's he's like Kawhi's likely gonna stay in Toronto depending on how the series goes. You Even think if, so? I think so. I think he does enjoy his time there. <clears throat> but we'll got see. A, he's got an easier path to the finals each year. Yeah. He can be a star on his team. Mm-hmm. He can create a really solid team. He's a very different kind of leader. It, whatever it is, is working right now in Toronto. Going mm-hmm. somewhere else, and now you have to like help them understand your leadership style, which is just very different than a LeBron or a Kobe or a Russell Westbrook like is just different mm-hmm. you know so it's unconventional I'm gonna I'm interested to see I'll see what Kawhi does I am a little fascinated by how his brain works but I think I'm hearing even Kyrie speaking of rumors mm-hmm. is more open to going to play with LeBron I keep hearing these things and I think but we won't know rumors, until it happens these rumors are just out there to feed Storylines. Like, yeah, we're journalists. After, Our jobs are storylines. Yeah. So let's make up a. I mean, let's sources. be real. If if those rumors didn't exist, we wouldn't have much to talk about. Right. Yeah. Like, exactly. Come the off season, doing. I'm like, oh. is this happening or is that happening? You know, like. Kyrie's sitting there thinking, I haven't even decided that. Yeah. Why, how are you all? Right. Like you guys are. You guys are thinking <clears throat> about. You're seeing one conversation I had with Kevin Durant in the All Star game, and now you think, all right, we're gonna pair up. You know, I'm just saying, we may or we may not. Be careful what you wish for, wish for coming to the New York Knicks. <laughs> House Knicks. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Oh, God. Oh, word. All right. I feel like it is time to talk about some dope people. Yeah. Um, so let's yeah. keep it moving. Yeah. 
All right, folks, it is time to talk about our Dope People of the Week, where we choose a person or a group of people um, who's doing something super dope. Um, and I think it is my turn so to go mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. So I will go. And my person this week is director Mati Diop, who has become the first black woman to win an award at the Keynes Music Festival. So uh, Mati Diop... Um, She is uh, a French Senegalese actress and director and made history as the first black woman to win an award at the Keynes Film Festival in its 72 year history. 72 years. First black woman. 72 years. 72. 72. Um, She won for the Grand Prix Award for her first feature film, um, Atlantique, um, and Atlantique is spelled with a Q U E. I was with you at the end. I heard it. <coughs> um, the award, which is kind of the equivalent to the Silver Prize, is the second most prestigious of the festival after the Palme d'Or uh, award. So super cool that she won. I don't know what the movie's about. I'm interested to know what it's about, but um, it's pretty cool that she won. I'm really proud of her and it's wild that in the 72 year history that only now a black woman has won has won an award period in the Cannes Music Festival uh, film festival the Cannes Music Film Festival Cannes mm-hmm. Cannes right I keep on saying Cannes Cannes Film Festival I think it's Cannes it's French right Cannes 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 but yeah, congratulations to her. Um, she seems very young in her career, um, and it's super cool that she won. And it wrapped up a couple of days ago. So nice. Yeah. So Good who's pick. who's your dope person? I'm just gonna say before I do this dope person, I want to acknowledge the fact that uh, that sleep that I was talking about. Oh, it's hitting you. It's hitting me hard. And I think the fact that I tried to overcompensate with Oreos <laughs> made it worse. <laughs> is only crashing harder on me right now. So I can barely keep my eyes awake. So for my dope person, I want you to imagine me more excited <laughs> to bring out this next guest who I think you're really going to like. Tell he's, me. He's amazing, but I, I'm not doing him justice because of my sleep deprivation state but i want to do another nba executive okay someone in leadership let's do right it they're in the next tier under the adam smith adam all right smith adam i was smith. like i was gonna say who's adam he smith is an economist <laughs> like, but adam, adam silver is the commissioner of the nba he oh sure lord is. have mercy make it through Michael Bass, the Executive Vice President and Chief Communications Officer for the National Basketball Association. What? Michael Bass, all about that bass. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. As an Executive VP, Chief Communications Officer, he oversees all public mm. relations for the NBA, WNBA, NBA G League, and NBA 2K League. What? This is the guy who does all the stuff that you hear about. Oh, my God. Oh, have you heard it. something about it? It went through Michael Effing Bass. All right. Okay. Mr. Bass. So this guy, um, he does a lot of stuff both domestically and globally for the league. He supervises the league's communications functions, including basketball media operations, media relations, marketing communications, corporate communications, crisis management, crisis management, crisis management, right? Say that one more time. People don't think about that. Crisis management. Oh, Found out one of our stars is having an uh, an affair or some kind of 
activity behind yeah. the scenes. Like what a Nick Young situation? I'm just saying. So stuff leaks out. D'Angelo's in trouble. Right. What are you going to do about it? That's where this guy comes in. All right. And digital media communication. So he's been Seems in touch with Giannis. Like he's like the RA of the league. Resident assistant. Yeah. He definitely uh, sent Giannis a email. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, I hate to be the bad guy here, but when you don't talk at press conferences and you just walk off like that, it we it, lose. It's not great for us. Bad morale. Yeah. Okay, guys, we're just trying to have a good time. Um, during his 21, 21, that's a long time, year tenure with the NBA, he served as principal spokesman for the All League Matters, including League's diversity uh, business initiatives, and led a group charged with promoting those functions of diversity in business. Uh... He's dealt with a lot of things, including strategizing the NBA's most important business issues like the collective bargaining agreement you hear about so often, the CBA. He sits on that. Wow. He handles that. Um, the last three and the last three television agreements, he arranged those. When the NBA has contracts with ABC, TNT, all of that, Michael sits at that table. Mm. Here's... <laughs> I'm just, ima- I don't know what he looks like, but I'm imagining a hardliner at the table with the television company yeah. saying, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what we're not going to do, Mark. I'm not going to bend over and have CBS. What movie was that that the character says, oh, you know what? I was thinking of a movie quote, mm-hmm. but it's actually a real life quote. <laughs> I heard someone say. I'll save it for another day. Okay. Anyway, this guy collect, uh, does all the collective bargaining agreements for uh, the league, and he also does the television ad sense and all that sort of stuff. So all the money that comes into the NBA yeah, from he those does things. It all. Dang. He joined the NBA in 1997 as the director for NBA Entertainment Communications, where he developed a uh, department dedicated to public relations for leagues, production, and new media division, and. He used to work for CBS, so he gets it. Mm. That's what he was doing before he joined the NBA. Um, a graduate of Washington <clears throat> University in St. Louis, Missouri, Hustle City. Wash U, right? Wash U. Wash U, yeah. yeah. Um, Bass resides in Westport, Connecticut with his wife, Pam, and two children. I'm sure they're lovely. I'm sure they are lovely. I love learning more about the execs and the NBA. There, there are many white men. Mm. Uh, I'd love to see more diversity up there. But, uh, That's going to take 72 years. Yeah, I mean, if it took the the, the Cannes Film Festival that long, it, it, the hey, NBA... Why do you assume he's white? Is he not white? I thought I'm he was. I'm why, asking why you assume he's white. Uh, honestly, his last name was Bass, and I thought of Lance Bass. That's honestly the only reason. <laughs> there is... I truly... He could be... Like the brownest black person, the blackest brown person. He could be yellow. He could be purple. I don't know. What is he? What is he? What is? What does he look like? What do you think he looks like? I thought he was white. I have a picture of him in front of me. I thought he was white because of literally purely of his last name, Lance Bass. That's the only. That's my only reasoning, and that was very stupid of me. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so I am. I'm just trying to keep you honest. I, I'm. I'm hundred percent knowing that that was stupid of me. What? <clears throat> How tall do you think he is? I don't know. He's six three. He's five seven. Okay. 
and he is white. So I wasn't wrong. <laughs> but but he could he could pass for some he the the one drop rule might have got him. Oh, he, he may he may have some uh, some uh, some blood mm-hmm. from ancestors. A little bit, a little bit, maybe. He had a little bit of flavor in him. Yeah, but a little very, bit of spice. Very small amount. But uh, yeah, yeah, all right. okay, okay. Well, <laughs> that was actually kind of silly and fun. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. I know both Alex and I are exhausted. No, so I'm fine. I could do another hour. Let's do it. Let's keep the mics I'm, hot. I'm going to punch you in the oh, face if you, if you ask me to do another hour. Um, but anyway, be sure to follow us all on our social media platforms. Subscribe, rate, slide into our DMs. We really appreciate y'all listening. Anything you want to end off uh, the cast with, Sir Alex? No, I'm just ready to watch that new Game of Zones episode with Drizzy on it. Same. Me too. That's good. All right, folks. Be dope and we'll catch you later. See ya.